What's up, Sassy Gamers? Today is February 3rd, 2022, and this is Season 2, Episode 34 of Got Our Attention Podcast. And I'm here today with Brian, Hello. Bruno, Yo. and Kelly. Hello. Or better known as Phoenix Nova, Demir, and Daydrinker. Welcome <laughs> to the show, everyone. Hope everyone's feeling well today. What's up, Mike? Well, fabulous thursday i had a lovely nap and i feel fantastic how does that feel as an adult to have a nap oh because my kids are older than mine so it's like or my only one yeah so i on on the weekends every once in a while i actually um tell my daughter we always have quiet time right there's always a quiet time and usually that's actually mommy's nap time and Ah. i love a good nap i think it makes me a better mom (laughs) <laughs> so um i i will sometimes tell them that they go to sleep in their room and they have to it, it, they don't have to go to sleep but they do have to be quiet so they can read a book or go to sleep those are their only two options and on a very very rare special occasion i do let them come into my room to take a nap and we watch Martha Stewart and I put my eye mask on and I pass out. <laughs> we watch Martha Stewart. So make sure that it's not entertaining for the children. We want to make no, sure. No, they love it. But it's Martha. <laughs> first of all, Martha is my girl, right? Like I love Martha Stewart. And but she's got a great cadence and an amazing voice. And she's happy and cheery, but not too cheery. Uh, that's a cat meow. Um, and I just can't butt me out. Yeah, it's usually PBS. One of the PBS stations will have it on. Um, either Martha Bakes or Martha Cooks or something like that, and you know, we, we enjoy our, our little girl time. And sometimes they pass out too, and so it's fun. Nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, what a show we have in store for you today. <laughs> um, but yeah, usually before we get into that, we can uh, go check out Kelly's Corner. Thanks, God. Let's pretend we're playing music. Um, so <laughs> Kelly's Corner, to, first thing I wanted to start off with that I didn't put on the show notes is that there were several holidays this week. There are several holidays this week. Um, the first one was Lunar New Year. And in honor of Lunar New Year, I'm going to drink some of the whiskey <laughs> that Mike brought over for Lunar New Year because he lives close to me and we celebrated Lunar New Year on Tuesday. So and I this made is the envelope I got. Yeah. Oh, so nice, isn't it? Is it it's a commemorative coin? Um it is the year of the year of the Tiger. Tiger, thank you. I Rawr. almost said lion. I was like, no. I know. I, I saw that. I, I, yeah, I felt you. you going that way. And well, I was like, that's not right. There. Yeah. Um, so you're the tiger and I made um, uh, a really good food. Co- Korean Lunar New Year soup, which is a rice cake soup. I will not butcher the name um, and be offensive. Uh, it was fantastic. My girlfriend, um, who is also Korean, uh, begrudgingly <laughs> gave me the recipe. So I made that. Um, <laughs> she likes to make that. That literally <laughs> was super good. Like thank you, you. Yeah, thank you. Like I, I forgot to mention, like I don't like eggs. Mm. Like that's things like yeah. everybody here knows me. I don't eat eggs. I don't mm. like the texture. I don't like them at all. Sam, I am. That's just how it is. Mm. But 
I didn't think about the soup. And when she did, there was I was like, hey, is there egg in that? Because usually yeah. and there's you, like egg. In, and usually and I separate it if I can. I was like, Mike, you're just going to pull it off. It's dog. just fine. I was fine. But no, it's even yeah. with the egg that was in there, I was able to you know get around it. But man, the broth of that soup was so good. Oh, like, thanks. man, that was good. Yeah, it's a um, beef broth soup that you make um, with just cutting up chunks of beef, small chunks of beef um, in water. Um, I will post the recipe that I used on our blog um, for anybody who wants to make it yeah, themselves. I want it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, and it was super easy. Um, just a couple of steps to it, and uh, you do – egg whites in the soup and egg yolk you basically kind of like make an omelet and you slice it up really thinly and put it on the soup as well it's a really pretty looking soup um my girlfriend calls it surfboard soup because um basically the the dumplings are rice cakes and they look like little surfboards Uh, so it was a lot of fun um and we had a great time we did gyoza and um had a whole bunch of other like little noshy things so it, so were that is that the little mm-hmm. white like little things that were in the soup that was yeah. an egg that that was an egg so there oh, was man. egg in the soup I t- no i knew the egg oh you part, thought that I thought was those, okay. i thought that was sliced egg like hard no. boiled egg like sliced up so That's i literally crazy, put those yeah. aside i was like yep not, not either we're gonna put that <laughs> <laughs> okay well next time i'll make it you, you you'll have to eat it i'll get you some i go to the uh, korean grocery store with her and we grab those so i'll i'll get some and you can make it yourself yeah and we need to go up to uh i'll tell you about that later anyway but yeah okay there's a farmer's market we need to hit up for sure yeah okay oh yes i figured you'd be interested in going so beaufort highway (laughs) farmer's market let's do that um the other thing i had other holiday uh was uh grandhog's day um i my girls were really really excited about it i have no idea if our groundhog saw it shadow or not because there was a lot of confusion in the car so i didn't look it up but i do want to tell you about another very very important holiday that happens on saturday this saturday or past saturday this saturday okay this saturday is national eat ice cream for breakfast day and it is one of my very favorite holidays so if you would like to partake with me i will be going to my very favorite ice cream shop called indicator georgia um around 9 (laughs) a.m they have coffee and you get a commemorative coffee cup um but come join me (laughs) if you're in the neighborhood i i like to feed it to my kids and then we have to suffer through okay uh Into the other fun stories I had, just two for you. One is a guy who built um, a Zelda map, full-size Zelda map from Legos. And I will post the uh, video for you um, on our blog as well. But he just decided... I I wanted to, he loves Legos. He wanted to make something that was very meaningful to him. Zelda was the very first game he played and it was the, his introduction into open world games. And by the way, this is referring to the legend of Zelda, the original, like NES map, not like the the OG. Yeah. Yeah, The original. Um, it it is amazing. He used 25 
thousand Lego bricks. It took him four months to design and create. Um, what is he says in his YouTube video on his YouTube video, he says 25,000 Lego bricks, 2,779 trees, 493 enemies. And it is 30 inches by 86 inches. It hangs on his wall. It is. So in the, the, uh, YouTube video, he actually does like a playthrough with the sound and like moves his camera to the so individual places. Yeah. yeah and, and plays the sound, the, the music that you would hear if you were in that, um, section. So super cool. Um, when he starts it off, um, he says, yeah. Um, uh, what, what is it? They say at the very beginning of Zelda, like, um, you need to be careful. Take this with you. And oh, yeah. what he posts when it says, take this with you is that little, um, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this with you. It's the Lego thing that you use to like pop up the bricks when you, yes, thank you. <laughs> <Brick separated. laughs> Bruno's got it. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was so cute. So definitely, definitely check it out. It he should, is, uh, should try and see if they'll make that an official Lego set. That's what he should do yeah, for sure. Twenty five thousand pieces. Just need he to had, see what ten thousand votes. The only thing ten thousand votes. Ten thousand votes to be considered with yeah. Lego's ideas, uh, but then the, they you still have to get past some stuff after that. Well, Nintendo they have to be able to approve it and have they well, have yeah, any dessert. Well, yeah, they actually they have Super they Mario. They yes. Super Mario one. Yeah, okay. yeah absolutely. Well, yeah, that probably would get past them. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah, they. Well, but it's it's your ten. If you get ten thousand votes, you're put up with all the rest of the people that got ten thousand votes as well, and then they decide from there. Um, and then it's yes, they got to get the IP. The problem would yeah. be the cost as well for that set at twenty five I mean, thousand pieces. Yeah. yeah, it's so. Speaking of the pieces, he went to a. Um, site called bricklink so for those of you i mean yeah brian already knows but it's a website where there are independent lego resellers and (laughs) he used that site to find and source all of his individual legos i was gonna say that it was like a third party lego site like they're not really legos they're like (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they're like no. <laughs> you, you can also. I got these you can Legos at Aldi. They're they're yeah. Legos. <laughs> they're bricks. Also, brick at Bricklink, you can order yeah. just like bags of certain pieces and colors. Yeah. So really great for something that is that flipping massive. Look it's at the enormous. size of this thing. It and you said it's so on his cool. wall, right? So he like it's on his wall. Basically hung it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. He wanted something that was meaningful to him. Yeah, <laughs> it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. Uh, awesome. Yeah, it was. It's pretty cool. Um, so s- jumping back on the world train, um, I train. did <laughs> write uh, a blog about my recent experience with Wordle. So in the last podcast, my parents had joined and they mentioned that um, they were playing Wordle or my dad was playing Wordle. And then my mom actually started playing Wordle, too. So I share my scores with her uh, in him uh, in a separate in one text thread on Discord. I post them. I post them um, to another text thread with two of my best friends and uh, my husband, who's still just refuses to play for whatever reason i think it's just because so day drinker where can someone go to see this blog that you wrote 
Oh, uh, you can go to sasgaming.com. I think you even have a comment on your first blog. I do have a comment on my first blog. I got, I saw the, the email just a second ago and I haven't read that comment yet. Would you like to talk about that comment or should I? So there's oh, you an should, elephant you should, in the room. You should just pull it up and look at it real time. <laughs> there, there's uh-oh. an elephant in the room and I was going to mention this later, but she's already mentioned it and Brian's already mentioned it. So our website we've had forever now. I just finally <laughs> decided to like do something with it because we've had it. And so now we actually have a website with content. Our podcast is listed there. Our blogs are listed there. Um, and blogs meaning like Day Drinkers Kelly's oh Corner. We have, you know, <laughs> See, I just do like talking some game reviews and stuff. Um, but there's a lot of different stuff on there, but that's the point. So, yes, that's the point. So if she keeps sending blog. That's what she's referring to. Yes. Yes. Sorry, guys. Uh, and you just uh, ruined her first comment. Yeah. So what? <laughs> so the other day. I woke up and flipped through Twitch before I actually, I I like love on my dog. And then I'm like, okay, I I get on Twitter. Sorry, not Twitch. And like look through and maybe comment. And and I'm like, get out of bed. You got to help your kids get ready. Um, They're going (laughs) to be up soon. And I ran across an article about how, Wordle was sold to the New York Times <laughs> in an undisclosed amount that is in the low seven figures. And uh. my heart just broke because I've been, I, it's so much fun to be sharing this with my parents, sharing this with my friends, making fun of Mike. And, I, and I'm really, really good at it. You don't too. need like, I'm, to do that. Right. And she's really, really except, good at it. Except I'm really good at it. Like I'm I'm we've seen me play video games, right? Like we've played card games bad. together. Ah, but I'm actually good at it. And I feel like the New York Times is gonna take it away from me because they're gonna start charging for it. Uh I don't I'm just I'm a little disappointed. Right. Uh, word on the street is that uh, they will put it in their uh, gaming app type situation that you have to pay for, which is separate from your New York Times just, uh, subscription, which I have one, too. So that frustrated me. Rip. Right on the heels of that, though. The winning word was the word that, as Phoenix put it in the comment to my blog post, the word I hate moist in the world. I can't even, I don't even like saying it. It's the (laughs) M word. I, I was just explaining it to my sister on the phone earlier today. And I said, it's the word I hate most in the world. And she goes, Moist. <laughs> I was like, get out of my Wait, can you I'm say it again, but a little you. quieter this time? I am not like ASMRing this. Moist. Um, oh, it's so moist. <laughs> so bad. So <laughs> how do you like quit. your cake, Brian? She's, she's, oh, gonna, God, <laughs> she's gonna walk it. out. I'm gonna it, uh anyway. Uh, all the I know is was Mike moist. is closer to her than I am, so he'll be <laughs> knifed first. Hey, I didn't say yeah. it. I didn't say it. <laughs> 
Well, you're the one that told us to specifically say You are an instigator. Actually, an she instigator. she wouldn't come over there and knife you. She'd come over there and force you you hard boiled and soft boiled eggs. Exactly what it is. That's I would just start terrible. cracking I love how eggs I didn't all do over this, your but face. But yeah, you guys are still planning out my plot of death. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, you weren't gonna die from that. You'd just be very uncomfortable for an extended period of time. Yeah, day or two. Don't worry, the eggs would also be moist. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yes. Anyway, yes. Wordle broke my heart twice in one day, and now I'm I'm sad. And I did still play today. I do want to talk about that word, but I can't because I'm afraid that people haven't played it yet, and I don't want to yeah, ruin. It's early. Yeah, it's a little early for that. But. Would you? What guess did you win on? Oh, my third guess. Nice. As usual. Oh gosh. <laughs> I just did it while we were Again. discussing Wordle. So okay. I So results. there wasn't an, an interesting uh, revelation that I found when I was looking at the game, and I posted it to you guys. But yeah, there is a hard mode that says mm. you must if you select hard mode. You have to use the letters that you've already found. Meaning, because yeah, that's the only the way you're supposed check to check is off. Yeah, thank you. That means you're allowed to do that. So that is actually verbatim what I was doing. So that's actually OK by the developer. Mike is referring to just a quick recap. You get six chance chances to. Guess the five letter word. Yep. If. On your first guess, on every guess, if the word, if the letter is in the word in the right position, it's green. If the letter is in the word in the wrong position, it's yellow. If the letter does not exist in the word, it's black. What Mike likes to do is just guess other freaking words yeah. that don't have anything to, to use other letters and, and it's waste great, his it triggers turn. Kelly and it's fantastic. Oh, my God. It makes me so fucking but crazy <laughs> the developer put that in the game on purpose that is a method of the madness so it does work and if you don't like I it mean, you can play hard mode yeah you know what i i, I do play hard, hard mode mike i do cool, play hard okay? mode i do play hard i don't have to the check gates? it I we're do making play those gates mode. even bigger now we're okay. reinforcing the gates i am reinforcing like the gates and you know what as big as the border, bruno like, and i have a clicker oh, to no, the gate beyond and you don't border size gates now all right Oh, man. Do this all week. It's great. We don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> no, <true>. no, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to get us DMCA. So that's my Wordle rant for the week. Come back next week <laughs> when I have more to When she about. has a new game called Loodle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> well, cool. It's been uh, outside of that. This week has not been that exciting uh, in the in the technology space, I guess you could say. Uh, but there was one story that did break out. And uh, in that, we'll go into the news. So the story that I'm referring to is Sony has purchased a new company. Well, acquired a new company. <gasps> which, yes. this isn't unheard of, right? Like, companies buy companies all the time. I mean, all look last time. week when Microsoft bought, like, 
Blizzard or Activision. Mm. Like that's like some big deal, right? So this week, Sony has announced they bought Bungie. And the first thing that I thought, just because I heard that name, mm-hmm. uh, I immediately go, oh, they're obviously trying to take a stab at Microsoft because of like Halo. And I'm like, I was literally about to say. Had to, <laughs> yeah. And then everybody had to like go back and go, dude, they haven't touched Halo in like yeah. years. And well, I'm like, oh, you're totally right. Like, that's not a thing. And but also, it's still kind of like the first child, you know? It it takes a billion years for these you know, acquisitions to even take right. place. So like, yeah, they didn't do it. They weren't like, Oh, Microsoft bought Blizzard Activision. We'll show them. Come on, right. Bungie. You know, <laughs> that, and that's the it's, same thing that simultaneous uh, um, that because some people were doing the same thing. They were like, Oh my God, that's just a, that's just a stab at Microsoft. And it's like, mm. yeah, yeah, that sounds like a great story. Yeah, but yeah. realistically, yes, it does take time for these things to happen. They don't happen. Still, overnight. In my yeah. head, I still hear Sony going, you take our cod, we <laughs> take your destiny. Oh, my God. I'll save that one for later for dad jokes. But yeah, like so destiny. So uh, yeah, but Bungie, accurate. Very yeah, accurate. Well, what Bungie is in part of right now. Uh, what they've been, their main focus has been uh, destiny and destiny Two. which destiny Two has a huge following still online multiplayer. They're still releasing a lot of DLC for that. Uh, which I think even the last one that came out is like even more weird because you have to pay for it. And like Their most recent DLC, I don't think has launched yet. It's coming yeah, out in but like a week or that's, so. Oh, okay. And, also uh, not weird. That's how they've done their yeah, DLCs. There was something weird about it. I can't remember what it was exactly. They're upwards of 2 billion pre-orders or 2 billion, 2 million pre-orders already for it. Yeah. So Destiny is a very successful game, but apparently yeah, for sure. it's like not really even worth so, buying it for. Recently... We talked about the kind of the anniversary of Xbox and they had a couple of things. They had a bunch of documentaries that came out. They also had this area where you could virtually go in and you could learn a little bit about the history of the Xbox, but you could also see your achievements. Interestingly enough, my most played game on like the 360, the Xbox One and the Xbox Series X was Destiny. Oh, wow. My Destiny most now, well, it, Destiny throughout the because I think I think okay. 360 only had Destiny. I think Destiny 2 was on the Xbox One, but I'm not positive on that. But it was the Destiny franchise was always my most played game on all three consoles. Yeah, I mean, I've had my share about it, too. like, I remember when it first um, launched on PC, you know, me and some friends bought it. And like, you know, we started kind of making a guild kind of thing and trying to make a clan and trying to like push forward and just grind. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, it was one of the first games that I kind of experienced a raid because I never really played any games like that that had raiding aspects to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so going through that, like that sort of puzzle raid together and trying to like work together as a team and really capture that stuff. It was really neat. I thought that was a really cool, cool thing. And it was and I loved that game until like not even a month later. They were like, hey, DLC, in order to progress any further, you have to buy this new out. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm done. Pass. Like I, I just paid like sixty dollars for this game, or it was like forty bucks, I think. And then now you want me to buy another thirty dollars expansion? Like I'm good. Like that's just crazy. But uh, and then eventually it got released for free. Uh, I think on Steam is mm-hmm. where it's at. Yeah, so it's free on yeah. Steam. Then you played a little bit longer, but then there was also yeah. the, the new Lunar Blah Blah 
DLC and you were like, no, I'm not paying for it. And I like bought it and went playing more. <laughs> yeah, it's it is one of those things. It's just like there's only certain games that I'll I, I usually say it's zero games that I pay subscriptions for. Um, the most recent one that I've actually done, and I, I usually buy it for a month and I just cancel it, which is like Fortnite. <laughs> I, I buy it because like <laughs> some new update comes out. I buy it for like that month get all the cool stuff as I level up. And then I basically ditch it. Like I literally just looked at my watch and it's like your Epic subscription just got canceled. I'm like, perfect, perfect timing. <laughs> so just like an yeah, app like, for that now. Really? Yeah. You, seriously, to, there's, there's like an app and I don't know how it works, uh, but it's on advertisement. So I probably won't, I, even if I remember the name, I wouldn't say it, but there's an app that you hook into it and it goes and it looks at all the subscriptions that you have. And it says, which ones do you want to cancel? And you pick the ones you want to cancel and it goes out and cancels them for you. Oh, wow. That's, That's like the almost the, even the more extreme way of like, for example, like my wife doesn't like to call anybody. She doesn't want to talk to anybody. So she just gets me to do it. And I'm the one who makes the phone. <laughs> like, this is so bad. You can't even cancel your that's, own subscriptions online. You have to get an app to do that for you. That's that's crazy. <laughs> uh, well, well, I think so I many of them now. Now that you're saying that, yeah. I feel like I su- I've heard about this app now, and it will find stuff that you've subscribed to that you don't even remember. Right, you're that you don't to. remember signing up for. Well, like so that's that only half. But like, are you paying for it? Because like, if you're paying, yeah, for that's it, you what, don't I don't know. That. Yeah, I don't. Like, know that's that. what blows my mind. Is like, how do you not? How, know how do they make money? Stuff? Yeah, uh, ads. Actually, your data, I mean, probably. How many it's, times do you use it if it's ads? I mean, you, you're like, well, I just saved $700 by canceling those 14 uh, things that I didn't need that I haven't touched in two years, you know, yeah. and then you don't come I'm back broke. to it. Like the $500 I've been spending on this Candy Crush is now in yeah. my pocket. No, like uh, <laughs> it's interesting is I did read that recently is that Microsoft, it's in Microsoft's uh, has pocket. announced <laughs> that they're going to automatically cancel subscribers uh, if they're they can tell their account's been inactive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of people are like, well, that's, uh, that's awesome. Actually, but yeah. it's really because of the law in the UK uh, that's requiring that uh, to happen. So oh, Microsoft wow. is They're like, like uh, yeah, this is me. We're great. And it, But it's really, and it's cool because I don't know if they're going to carry that over to like, you know, our region too, which would be neat. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, realistically, if you have, you know, I, I know that's a lot of residual income, right? You have a lot of people who like Netflix and just have it and they never mm-hmm. cancel it. But yep. there's also accounts that are just like inactive. Like, and I think that's what they're targeting is yes. inactive accounts that aren't obviously using it and they're still paying for it. Yeah. They'll cancel those subscriptions. So Haven't logged in in six months. And- right. Like it's different like Netflix where you still have it and you may still use it just like mm-hmm. on occasion. But That's yeah, tough too when you, when you have like, I don't know, what, what if you had a subscription to like TurboTax or something, right? Oh, you only use it once. Well, not yeah. everyone, but most yeah, people yeah. only use it once a year. That's a good point. So obviously uh, the Bungie news was probably the biggest news um, of the of the week. Uh, But a lot of people were like, wow, you know, they paid. uh, What was the number they said they paid for? Three point six billion, which, you know, compared to the Microsoft Blizzard deal, like that's like not hardly any of it. But again, we're not talking about five point one percent. Yeah. So we're not talking about the you know, the, the amount of caliber of like the the collection under Blizzard and Activision. There's a lot of games underneath right. that. Where Bungie's kind of like tied, like again, to like the one game right now, Destiny 2. Right. So it was kind of interesting that they did that. Well, and, and again, it was kind of like you said, 
you know, you got COD. Now we have the destiny uh, just to kind of lock that in. But there has to be more to it, right? I mean, you have to think like Destiny 2's older now um, and Bungie hasn't just stagnated um, as a company. They're a company that continues to try and create new things here and there. So by buying Bungie, they own whatever their next project is. <clears throat> and you can almost guarantee that their project falls in the same vein of Destiny 2 that the extraordinarily loyal fan base of Destiny 2 is going to migrate to whatever that game is. And it can almost be used as like almost like a bargaining chip to like, hey, yeah. you give us your live service game, we give you our live service game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, additionally, like that. Sony has announced that they're they're working towards more um, like the purchase is more about live service games than anything else. Cause like Sony is, is now pretty much pretty well famous for the single player games. They've successfully ingrained themselves in gaming as like the company that brings you the biggest, like highest value single player titles year after year after year. And then you have Microsoft with Xbox where they're like, <clears throat> we bring you everything that's online. Like all the games you play with all of your friends, we bring you as much of that as possible and make it as easy as possible for you to access. And I think now both companies are like, we kind of suck in what that company does. So we should try and do more of what they do. And the other one's like, I should try and do more like that other company does. So Microsoft's trying to be like, oh, well, we're going to pick up Bethesda and all these other different IPs. And we're going to try and we're going to try and make single player games again. And like, do good single player titles and yeah. meanwhile sony's like we're gonna try and do more online shit that's specific to us to attract you know, that kind of community what the great thing about all that is who's the winners in that uh the, yeah the players exactly. hopefully because we'll regardless of whether we have one console or the other or a pc with you know i mean because let's let's be honest the winning the winning combination that we have said for well over a year is playstation switch pc mm-hmm. if you if you can uh, if you can get all three or at least pc and switch yeah. um well pc but, game pass and, and specifically well yeah. yes uh, the pc I think game we'll pass. get to see how big of winners we are pretty soon i think starfield's going to be our first big big measuring stick for how well xbox is entering the single player market yeah and i mean and it's they didn't start that project obviously like that was still under bethesda when they were still under Disney sure Max. but a lot of so, the, the production of the game has now been done while underneath right. microsoft's umbrella right so that's the well, thing is will microsoft let them release yeah. a fallout 76 or are they going to be like oh no 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 Nice um, try. Microsoft won't even let Fallout 76 be Fallout 76 under them. <laughs> yeah. They're like, so, yo. I'm excited about that part. <laughs> y'all got to do some more some more stuff with this Fallout 76 game. And Bethesda was like, yeah, right. Well, uh, we'll get on that, I guess. <laughs> so another loot box? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> another crate? You know, the people I know that still play Fallout 76 only have good things to say about it. So, yeah, well, you, I mean, they, they, good for them. Yeah. <laughs> Hardcore, hardcore. I mean, you know, everybody likes different games and I get that. And yeah. it's it's hard to to like even myself being a huge Fallout fan for the actual stories, like the actual, you know, like New Vegas and stuff. But it's, you know, it's a different game. It's a different element. Yeah, and yeah. if you Fall like that, then Fallout 76 was cursed from the get go because they were like, let's just use the same engine we've been using. And everyone was like, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> like, no, nah, it'll be fine. 
It, it was not fine. Uh, just kidding. It, it, it wasn't. It was really, it was really bad. They should have never done that. So St- hopefully this new St- engine they have now running for Starfield brings them into like somewhat recent times. You know, yeah. I'm not asking for them to be like Crisis Three or anything, but if they can like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they can pull off just something. <laughs> Do something. They poke it with a stick. <laughs> I almost take so, Cyberpunk 2077 at this point. You know, and that's funny because, you know, I was reading something today. It was like all of the games that we basically have. Well, we had Cyberpunk, right? And we and then that came out and it was like a disaster. Everybody and you know, their mom all wrote an article about how bad that game was and on launch and just how CD Projekt Red and Dumpster Fire this, Dumpster Fire that. But like even the recent news with uh battlefield 2040 what is it 2042 or something mm-hmm. yep like they, like ign published an article and said like don't buy this like just don't like it's it's not ready yeah and it's like wow like you're having like, journalists like that like it's not even like the game is in okay shape like they're just like nah don't even play it like, straight it's up uh-uh. well i mean Pass. and They've done stuff was, like that actually, I don't know if that's actually accurate. That may not be the right game I'm thinking of. There's there's a game no, that IGN. I think you're is it no, Battlefield. That's, yes, it's Battlefield 242. Um, because it it's just had another because uh, there was another article that said EA has admitted that the game Battlefield 2042 is a failure. <laughs> that game got oh, trashed. So, but that's the thing is, and like. I mean, some people have said, you know, yeah, the game's bad and blah, blah, blah. But like, it's still not on the level that Cyberpunk got, even though they're having like very similar issues. Like there's a lot of like game missing. There's a lot of like things that were promised that aren't there. Like it's but it's very interesting that like we're not poor really, performance. Yeah, poor performance. Like they're like, you can't even run on old gen. There's like, not nothing worse than poor performance. It's um. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> drink it's <laughs> i've not them drank <laughs> it's uh it's different because cyberpunk 2077 was a very reputable studio that people trusted there was a lot of trust <laughs> involved in that and and nobody trusts ea so th- there's true. your first thing nobody has any faith in ea to actually deliver on what they promise the second thing is well... ea doesn't really promise anything like EA shows a video and they put like a little disclaimer at the bottom that says not actual game footage. And then like they just throw that out there and the people who are big fans just run with it because it looks amazing. And then they might make like a, a small demo that's super condensed, really well optimized. And like, oh yeah, this is just a demo. This is not a representation of the actual game. But then CD well, Projekt I mean, Red being well, a studio with... Go ahead. Well, that's true. Battlefield, for, Battlefield has had a reputation for big battles with a lot of people. Right. Uh And zany, crazy things like people literally jumping out of their fighter jet, turning around, shooting a rocket launcher at the fighter jet behind Uh them, hitting that fighter jet and then falling down and getting back into their fighter jet and flying off. Sure. (laughs) And so first of all, so, so you do have that, you have that history Secondly, they absolutely advertised that zaniness for Battlefield 2042. So they were out there saying you can have this crazy stuff happen. 
And I, I think I was listening to someone who probably said it best is like, well, you know, that zany crazy stuff, it's, it's still in the game, but it's hours and hours of boredom in between something like that happening. So it's not worth it. Well, that's because it's hindered by additional bugs, but that doesn't change the fact that they're a studio that people don't like EA as a publisher is a publisher that nobody trusts. So people like, People inherently aren't going to be as angry because the second that it fails, which there was still a surprising amount of anger behind it, considering how much people already don't trust EA. People were well, like, well, yeah, it's EA. What did you expect? The battlefield. Why would you ever pre-order an EA game yeah. ever? Oh, yeah. Like they're a terrible studio. They're like, like, if you think terrible studio, the first year that comes to your head used to be EA until Activision was like, Hold on, hold on. We got this. We can do better. We can be number one. With Cyberpunk 2077 and CD Projekt Red, they were a studio where like, (laughs) even though they knew like when The Witcher 3 came out, it was buggy. They were a studio that was like, they they prided themselves in creating an even better game. And they they gained that approval and that trust with their player base. And then they did, they themselves, their developers on streams promised all these individual things over the course of years of the game's development. And then when the game released, it was in not in an optimization sense on PC, at least as terrible of a state as battlefield, but in an overall sense as terrible of a state as battlefield with the problem involved in it, that they definitely promised way more than the developers of battlefield did and didn't deliver on it. So of course the backlash is way more intense. It's kind of like hello games, a studio who was, you know, known for what Joe danger or whatever, they weren't known to be a bad studio. People trusted them, took them at face value. They were the indie studio. Everybody loves indie studios. So they had a lot of trust from the community. Their original trailer was amazing. They gained everybody's trust. They shot the hype train into overdrive, let it run rampant, did not stop it in any shape or form. Sean Murray himself went on several talk shows and didn't shut down all these crazy things that were going on around about the game, even things that he himself started inadvertently or directly. So when the game launched and it was nothing like what they said it was, they got, they have more backlash than any studio still felt to this day. Even Cyberpunk 2077 did not get held to the fire as intensely as Hello Games did when they released No Man's Sky. Ask me what the last game I pre-ordered was. Cyberpunk 2077. (laughs) <laughs> yeah same yep because i was like i'm not gonna do it and then it was like two weeks out i'm like i'm doing it <laughs> i gotta play it immediately and that i was still pre-order state. games i'll be part of the problem i don't know there there are some companies well I'll, I'll just take a chance for like i mean i pre-ordered lost ark for a three-day head start yeah. i mean it was a hundred dollars it is what it is <laughs> it's i think we're past the state of like just vote with your wallet, you know, because like everybody's going to do it. Like if you don't yeah. do it, everyone else is. So like Wait. you're, you're going to be the one not playing the game, whether it's good or bad. But like <laughs> you're still going to end up getting the game. So you're not really going to change that at all. Plus, we had this conversation. Companies don't give a shit if you vote for you with your wallet because you're such a minor blip in the bigger thing. Yep. Companies these days care when you vote with social media. Yep, mm, that's the new mm-hmm, currency. Mm-hmm. It really is. 100. So kind of getting back to the Sony Bungie deal, because there, there was another article that got published, um, I think it was today or yesterday, uh, actually today, 
that uh, Kotaku did. And it, and it says basically out of the, the three point, was it 3.8 we said? 3.6. Uh, 3.6 billion. 1.2 billion of that is just to keep the Destiny 2 devs from leaving the company. Yeah. So they're actually going to be investing that money back into the company, into payrolls and such to try to keep those shareholders is how Brian said earlier, the shareholders and slash the developers that are there um, just so they stick around because, you know, during mergers and stuff like people tend to get kind of kind of scared and some things usually don't go the way that they expect. And sometimes they want to leave and it's like, yeah, you know, how can we keep those people there? Especially when we're we're acquiring the studio to be the studio like we need you. Uh, so, yeah. I really like the wording in that was kind of, um, I don't know. It, it was like grading, like to stop them from leaving. It almost makes it sound like there was an anticipation that a bunch of people were going to quit. Um, it almost yeah, seems like Sony just like, we want to like maintain the talent and build on it as fast as possible. Cause like Sony's not exactly well known for destroying game studios. They're definitely yeah. a company that's like, yo, what if we just like, give you a shit ton of money and then yeah. if you succeed we'll just buy you because why wouldn't we <laughs> yeah so on the other hand when it comes to animation studios they're a little bit it might not be but. because of the sony side of things it might be because bungie just went independent it was it was january 2019 or so they where they had left out. activision mm-hmm. and that's true. That's it true. could be that some people, I, I mean, some people would take pride like, hey, we're an independent studio again. Yay. You know, we were independent. Then we got bought by Microsoft and then we went to Activision and now we're totally independent again. Yay us. And then, you know, a year and a half later, you're getting purchased again and you're like, man, I just don't trust these guys in charge and, and want to leave. It could be that they're concerned about something like that. Total guess, obviously. Yeah, I don't have that's, any inside that's, information. That's, uh, I mean, that almost seems more preemptive than anything speculation. else. Or more I mean, like it could even an also investment. be like. Sorry, go ahead. No, it just almost to me it would seem more like a like a large investment to to continue to grow the company. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, Bungie did go through some tough times, so it wouldn't surprise me if a decent yeah. amount of people there aren't necessarily paid what maybe some of the other people working at Sony Studios make. Yeah. I mean, it could also be like, you know, they were owned by Microsoft. They made Halo, got out of that, went to Activision, made Destiny. Now they're free again. Maybe they're looking for a larger studio to be able to step in so that they can make their next project, like to give them the funding to be able to support the next big vision that they have, which would be, you know, whatever. And I mean, Sony has already said that they have no intention of steering the direction of development for Bungie. They're like, yeah, we just, yeah, we just want the studio as a whole. We bought you because we like you. It's, it's kind of similar to the, it's a Tencent model because I think a lot of these big companies are starting to see that it works. Tencent Mm -hmm. was honestly the first major corporation on on a large scale to step into these game companies and be like, what if we bought you, but we did nothing. We didn't Mm -hmm. change a thing, right? You're already successful. We see you're successful. We want to buy you because you're successful and because we know you don't have enough money to do what you want to do. But we have all the money in the world and we have no problem giving that to you because you're going to give it all back to us anyways. And then those studios are like, okay. (laughs) It makes me think of another company 
that was purchased and that they probably should have done that. With, <laughs> yeah, I've, there, there, there's a story in there uh, somewhere for there's sure. A lot of, there's a lot of companies. That, a cautionary that I digress. Tale. Yeah. I digress. There's a lot of things that happen like that. Yeah. But well, yeah, I mean, it's, it'll be interesting to see where this cross goes. Our fingers. Uh, again, we won't, you know, just like the Microsoft deal, we won't see anything for a long time, mm-hmm. like another year, most likely when this thing all settles out and actually gets approved, um, if so. So I think this one will be quicker. See. I think they said that they started the deal five months ago. They did. Already, yeah, like, they said that. Yeah. yeah. Which it's is already I mean, much only like done. a month or so before Microsoft. They said they started in October. But yeah. again, we're talking about one studio, not like many studios with a bunch of like subsidiaries. So it's like it's a lot. A lot smaller. Yeah. Yeah. Paying 20 times as much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, but kind of going back to Microsoft this this weekend, uh, this past weekend during the uh, NFC championship, if uh, you guys happen to watch that, uh, I did. Uh, anyway, uh, they actually showed premiered the trailer for a new live action Halo that will be coming out here soon uh, from I think it was on Amazon. Is it Amazon that's doing or Paramount? Paramount. 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 Yeah. yeah. So, but it's a live action Halo, and it was funny because it came on, and I was like, "Wait a minute, what?" I'm like, "How have I not heard about this?" And I guess I, it just slipped my mind that we, you know, had heard rumors about this or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, um, it looks pretty cool. I mean, I, I think it looks cool too. <clears throat> I, I, I. So the, I will say the one thing that kind of shook me about the trailer is that it. Master Chief doesn't sound like Master Chief. Master Chief sounds like um, uh, the Mandalorian. <laughs> I was like, yeah. is this the same actor? <laughs> so that's the thing is like, I'm yeah. all for having video game stuff, like any kind of yeah. movie or anything that's related to video games. That's great. Even though most of them tend to just suck, but Hey, it's still cool. It's still getting that out there. Right. Uh, so the thing with this is it's Paramount, like obviously large movie company, which now has gone into the streaming world, like just like everyone else. Well, Paramount is this going to be good, right? No, no. Paramount doesn't own NBC. I'm sorry. You're right. That's right, Peacock. Right. You're thinking. Yeah. Of. Yeah. yeah. Um, Peacock. Yeah. Is, so it's and, like, yeah. you know, it looks cool. Is the acting going to be on par? Are the actors going to be on par? I don't know. On but, par with what, though? On par yeah. with like a, a good show, like a good actual you know, well, is it going to be but, a good series? But think, think what's you know coming out. Like you have what Red Notice that just came out. You know, which a lot of people panned. I mean, I enjoyed it. I had fun. It was it was a silly action Netflix movie, right? I, I mean, I think it's going to fall in just with a lot of those. It's like, yeah. is this going to be Oscar material? No. Is a ton of people going to watch it because it's fun? Right. Probably. Yeah. I mean, that's how it, I feel about it, the Mandalorian. I mean, that's yeah, I'm not like a super Mandalorian fan. And but, you know, it's good. It's definitely good. I mean, and it's and if you are into the IP of Star Wars, like this is just another great thing to add to the collection. Like it's it's something you can do. So I think, yeah. it's, I think well, it's the Mandalorian's movie. cool because they have that like super like tech that like it goes beyond green screen. Yeah, well, it, it, it kind of looks like. Halo may have similar technology and it looked pretty cool. I'm going to definitely give it a chance. I will. Yeah, definitely I'll check it out. I mean, the thing is, you got to think about it there. Like I said, this is mm-hmm. a movie. Company. Oh God, like, this is a company yeah. who's been producing yeah. movies for a long yeah. time. So they're going to most likely have special, better mm-hmm. special effects and things when it comes to certain parts of this, because they have, they have it right. Like it's yeah. just a matter of getting this, this 
company to you know this um live action show to be part of that so yeah cool well that is have been our news stories for the day so hang tight with us just for a few minutes and listen to a word from our sponsor and we're back (laughs) i heard the music i heard the music always always feel it it's good i i'm actually not going to start the next segment i'm going to actually let bruno start the next segment of what we've been playing let's do this what up we did not have a game of the moment this week so we're just going to jump into the first game that i've been playing the most yeah the most i've been playing uh pokemon um arceus or arceus or however you pronounce that crazy pokemon's name but anyways (laughs) it's a new it's a new pokemon game on nintendo switch um it's 60 dollars or whatever um and uh oh man uh leading up to it uh we already said like last week that the graphics look like uh hot garbage can confirm they're pretty bad um (laughs) definitely not one out of five stars on graphics (laughs) i'd give them like a yeah like a 1.5 two stars on graphics two stars Um, okay like a 2.5 two 2.5 on story um like a four on pokemon catching and battle mechanics the the new mechanics they've introduced really do save the game in my opinion um because it's just really well done um Mm. i just like the way the battle system works now the open world system um though the world does feel a little empty in terms of like terrain and stuff and a little samey at certain points um the maps Mm. are definitely varied enough to where like you feel like you're in different environments um for the most part across the board um the shiny system uh, seems to work well uh there's like a like uh i don't even know what was the name of it it's not an infestation system but it kind of is like there's times where there will be like hordes of like the same pokemon you'll get an alert that on a certain map a horde of those pokemon have descended into an area um there's like weird time rifts that bring pokemon in that like will attack you in groups so like you can end up in like a a 1v4 pokemon fight um oh my so there's a there's a lot of interesting mechanics added to the game and i think overall it makes the game worth playing if you're a Pokemon fan. Um, surprisingly, I would say that my overall rating for it out of like five is like a 3.4, which isn't bad because I'm generally really harsh on yeah, how yeah. I rate games. Yeah. Like yeah, God of are. War is like my favorite game of all time. And that game still didn't warrant like a five out of five. It's like a, a 4.8 4.9 out of 5. Uh, are you one of those people that can't like never give a perfect score? No, like, because I don't I don't think I've ever seen such a thing as a perfect game. Have you been ever been in a lift with him? He's a five-star friend. So hmm. I will <laughs> I will give every know. Uber and Lyft driver <laughs> five stars, okay? Yeah, yeah. Because it's I, it's part of their livelihood unless they suck. Yes. If it's like unless an Uber they driver Unless they absolutely suck and deserve it. <laughs> yeah, yes. if they say some yes, really yes, ignorant yes, yes, yes. shit, I mean you know, yeah. even the guy who got me in a car accident, like, I didn't completely destroy him. Mm. Um, and then there was that one dude who drove me on the wrong side of the highway. I gave him five stars. I just also commented <laughs> he drove me on the wrong side of the highway. So that was cool. Oh. Like, 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 he was a good dude. He just made a mistake. What am I going to yeah. do? Hold it against hey. him? He didn't kill me. Hey, 
almost <laughs> did, but oh, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. He did swing and a miss. So close. But yeah. So anyways, Pokemon. Little constructive criticism there from from Nairn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, it's it's an interesting game. I'm not even close to done with it yet. I don't think I'm at like six of ten stars. There's there's no gyms anymore. It's like a star system. Um, and uh, I'm like I'm just in the third map. I think there's like five maps in total. I really hope that maybe they do something with DLC on this game. I would probably buy DLC if it looked substantial enough and that they carry on this model into the future but then do more with it no um so yeah that's pretty much my uh my little summary on uh good ye old pokemon after 25 years they finally they were finally like okay well if you guys insist i guess we'll do something slightly different sort of sort of (laughs) so there's another game that we I say all three. I mean, Daydrinker might as well have also played it because she's been watching. Pretty I've much been watching all of plenty of it. it. Yeah, yeah. So the next game, which is actually an interesting story, uh, the way that this one came about, and I think actually Daydrinker is the one who posted it because so Phoenix decided to play this game over the weekend, uh, and the mm. game is called Vampire Survivor, Survivors. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, this is and this is a really interesting game because it's got this. 16-bit aesthetic to it. And I like twin-stick shooters. I love Geometry Wars. I loved Smash TV. I love being able to run direction, run one direction with one joystick and, you know, uh, face the other direction or fire another direction with the other joystick. I loved playing games like those. And this thing was very fascinating, except that it's not a twin stick shooter. It is a single stick shooter. It automatically shoots for you and you just, you just go the direction you want to go. So everything that's happening on the screen uh, and, and you pick different weapons, you level those weapons up, uh, you um, pick up special items that do different things, all of that stuff. The only thing you're doing is moving around. I I literally at one point when easy peasy lemon squeezy, I literally was playing like this at one point with the controller against my chin and just (laughs) using my thumb to move around. Uh, It's, it's, this is a day drinker is a fantastic game for you because you can play with one hand and And drink with the other drink with the other. Guess who's downloading vampire survivors. I've yeah, played this thing for over super easy game to play. Mm. And what I was going to say ah. is it's interesting because, well, easy to play, hard to master. Right. Uh, the, yeah. the thing that's interesting about this is that the, the creator, uh, his name is Luca Galante, or hopefully that's his, how you pronounce his last name. Uh, but he basically wanted to, he had this on itch.io for a while. And his quote says, Uh, All I wanted was for this game was uh, all I wanted for this game was to be in a little platform shared with a few players that would allow me to have fun making new content over the weekend. And he said, then uh, I was once again, not expecting much. I I put the game on steam because there wasn't a player discourse on itch. I was hoping to maybe recoup the uh, roughly $1,500 us. I had spent on far as assets and art and music over the years. And 
this game over the last like month has had over i think it was like was it 300,000 players or something like that it had more players than like back for blood yeah yeah 2700 it, i'm sorry that's what it actually says in this article 2700 I, but still concurrent article uh, 27000 users but whatever yeah and Austin it's three dollars story like i've played 15 hours of this game and it's oh all three, three of you dollars you bruno yeah. jump on in here tell us what you did um i 100 percent of the game in the first day <laughs> of course of course he did yeah, like so, within 24 hours of picking it up, I just, I 100% of it. I managed to get my first successful run on my seventh run through. And mm-hmm. then after that, I was like, hmm, I wonder what other stupid builds I can make, because I was pretty stupid. Um, and then I unlocked hyper mode, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this this is what the game was meant to be played mm-hmm. like. And so then I beat it on all the hyper modes, and then I just started trying the most ridiculous builds humanly possible, um, which was really enjoyable. <clears throat> oh, yeah. But yeah, you guys I don't know if you said it. Blast playing this. Like, like you said, it's one stick and you you're you're doing things. You're talking to me. <clears throat> you're 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 writing stuff. You're, you're doing everything, but you're you're also focused at the same time. And I'm like, Oh, they, like this looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> well, the main wild. thing, I don't know if you already mentioned it, that I like about it is that very much like, and I'll say Rocket League because this mm. kind of reminds me of this sense, is that it's scaled to, to be a 30-minute game. So the object is <laughs> to stay alive for 30 minutes. And if you can't do that, then you die and you start over. But at least you have 30 minutes to play. And, then that well, and to be fair... Zycia today found out how much it yeah. scaled to be a 30 minute game. <laughs> yeah. And I found out I can actually go past 30 minutes, which was interesting. But I actually hit the 30 minutes today. I actually beat the game on one run through. Uh, and it was cool. It was it was everything that I expected. And it was even more fun than that. Uh, like you said, he, he has video up on the podcast. If you guys want to watch the YouTube, if you're listening, but uh, it's a very neat little game. Uh, and I have a write up on my blog as well, but it's uh, I would say definitely check it out. It's it's listed as early access uh, just because, like I said, the guy didn't really mean for this to be a big deal. He just kind of wanted to put it up there and it turned into something bigger. But it's definitely not early access. It's it's two ninety nine, two ninety nine. And you can put it in your inventory and it's it's great. Like it's he's it's he's added to game. it since I started playing it. When oh, I really? started okay. playing it, the initial level had no obstacles in it. It was just flat everywhere. You could go anywhere. And then like hmm. a, two days later, I'm like walking through it. I was like, what the hell are these trees and shit? <laughs> I, can't, I can't walk through the tree. What I could. And, and it was like it really added and changed the gameplay because you couldn't do certain things that you had previously done. Yeah. So super cool game. I definitely say recommend it to you know for two ninety nine on Steam. Pick it up, uh, and it's like I said, easy to play. You know, really one can one stick and one button basically to accept like different items that you get. But that's basically it. So really cool. Yeah, I definitely would check that out. And that that's not think? a sales price. That's yeah. the price of the oh, game. Yeah. yeah. What uh what do you have for us, Kelly? Looks like you played something. Uh, 
I did. So I started like a dummy playing this fucking amazing game <laughs> called Dark. D-A-R-Q. It like one o'clock in the afternoon knowing i had to pick up my kids <laughs> and i guess it, it was later than that or i would have written and a your blog kids post. are still there <laughs> yeah right I, I i got through the first chapter of this game and i said to myself i want to write a blog post about this right now but i also want to play more of the game and I think we know which side won. It is, if you like Little Nightmares, Limbo, Inside, games like that, that are a little bit creep, really creepy <laughs> and uh, puzzly, you, Little Nightmares is an exception because you can move in multiple planes, but in limbo and inside which came from the same developers same studio uh you you you're you've got one plane you can move in right so it's back and forth you can't move forward you can't move backward you just kind of go it's dark and moody it's very monochromatic you are a little boy named lloyd who has has a lucid nightmare and keeps kind of coming back and coming back and trying to just make sense of like what's in his head but the cool what not but also a cool part about it is you can walk up walls you never fall off like a ledge you continue to walk down the ledge so your perspective of the game which is typically i walk this way and i walk that way and i walk you know i i i'm i'm walking on a level plane in turning corners it's flipped which messed with my head a little bit and i <laughs> loved it so you have to solve these other puzzles to get to the next chapter. I messed up at the very beginning part of the gameplay. I'm like, Oh, well I, I found this gear. So I put it here and then there's two other places I can put a gear. Do Should I put them here? Mm, didn't work. Started walking someplace else. And I was like, Oh, I needed that gear for this. So let me go <laughs> back and get my gear. And creepy things happen. Like I was saying, it's monochromatic. It's very dark. It's very spooky. You see some weird things that happen. So I ran back. In, I walked back into another room. And this little boy, I'm on the floor. He's on the ceiling because apparently he can walk on ceilings too. Uh, <laughs> is wearing a bag over his head and like runs away. And I was like, oh shit. Then I go get to chapter two. And there are these women wearing bathing suits, basically like one piece bathing suits 
who kind of look like mannequins and have lampshades on their heads. But they also have guns in their hands. And they can turn on their lampshade light. And if you walk into the path of this lampshade light, they'll shoot you. You started. <laughs> and it was, it, there's, there are a couple of other, I'm on chapter three. It just keeps getting better and better and better. I um, messaged Brian's wife and I was like, if you like these kind of puzzle games, you need to get this right now. It's $6.99 on Steam for the Lunar New Year sale, which I think ends today. So if you are watching this, buy it right now because it's 20 bucks regularly on Steam. Get dark now. So thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> so I also played and of course we talk about the the Mike has played segment, which I'll get into in a minute. Uh, but no, I did play Pony Island, which is the game that I did play over the weekend. I did stream that on I'm Friday so night. So <laughs> if you're interested, you can go back to our YouTube channel and actually check out the full stream. Uh, I was able to complete it uh, within the two, three hours. I think we played it and I mean, just like kind of like Day Drinker said before, a very wild game in the same same vein of inscription. It's made by the same developer, uh, Daniel Mullins Games. And this one actually, to me, I liked better than inscription. And in the reasoning why is because with inscription, it was a card based game. Right. And I know that's what Phoenix really didn't care for. And, <laughs> and I'm not great at those games either, but I was, I was at least entertained enough to keep playing through that one and beat it, which was great. The whole experience was great. Now Pony Island wasn't a card game. Like the base of it wasn't a card game, but it was more of like almost kind of like programming uh, mm -hmm. in a sense of like mm -hmm. reading loops and having to try to figure out the loop more of a puzzle. Uh, but it kind of yeah. got a little more intense as the game went on. But the puzzling and the experience of that game really got me. It was so good that, and you can watch the stream. There was a part where the game messed with me so bad that I thought a friend of mine on my friends list was messaging me. This is my favorite. So I replied to them and said some things that probably would never be said on air. And then when I went later to say, Hey, thanks for watching, you know, cool. Uh, I was blocked and I said, what, why, why am I blocked? And then like, oh, that Wait. wasn't my friend. Great. <laughs> that was the game. <laughs> so forewarning, uh, just know that like when you're playing this, any kind of game by <laughs> Daniel Mullins games, just know that it breaks the fourth wall and you should, you know, tread lightly, I guess you could say. Uh, but ultimately, amazing game. Uh, I actually reached out to the developer to tell him, like, a couple things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had that conversation yet, but <laughs> we'll okay. see in the future. Um, but yeah, it was it was in a great game. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I, I picked up the next game that he had that was in between Pony Island and Inscriptions called The Hex. Now, this one is really weird. Like, super different. Like, not necessarily different. Really? definitely weird more weird than the others so i haven't finished this one yet Ooh. i'm actually taking a break because of how weird it got <laughs> i was like i want to take a break on that i'm gonna chew on that one for a minute but uh it's it's interesting uh, all these games like i said they break the fourth wall it's very entertaining and uh definitely would say check that out so what's the what's, what can you tell me like tell us a little bit about the hex like 
It's or you want to save that for the next podcast. It's just it's just different. Like I don't know how to even explain it really, to be honest. It's it's, it's you're like a bar owner and there's a a sound that you, you find out that someone in the bar is going to commit murder. So one of your bar guests. So you then take possession of one of the bar guests and start trying to figure out, you know, who's going to do it and things start changing. And it's just, it's just crazy. It's a crazy game. Neat. So very entertaining so far. In uh, the next part, like I said, I do play a lot of games and, and I don't want to get this into a, a whole long thing, but uh, I've been playing, my main thing lately has been a lot of playtests. So anytime I see on Steam or in itch.io that I see that there's like playtests available or demos available uh, that, you know, games that are almost ready to potentially get early access or something like that, I, I start, you know, trying to get the 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 access to the playtests and stuff to, for one, to help the developer out, submit feedback and really kind of help them, you know, figure out some of the things that they may not have seen. Because uh, you can always get a second help like on some things, like second eyes always you know, help you out when you're trying to figure things out. Um, and on top of that, like, I just like playing a bunch of games. So uh, I started playing out a lot of playtests this week. So I actually I played a couple games. Um, I played Police Shootout, uh, which was released in playtest. Um, I think it was today. Uh, there's a uh, Soul Delivery, uh, which I'm not sure when that became available for beta or for the demo, but I downloaded that and played that. Um, and so let me back up real quick. Please shoot out. I'm not going to talk about the game, the demo playthrough. I actually wrote these on my blog. So if you want to go check out the website, uh, it's a little better to explain that. But uh, please shoot out is basically you're, you're playing as a cop and you're going through like the, the normal beat that you'd be on. So like you get a call and you go there and, you know, things happen and you have to try to like investigate and do things and figure it out. Uh, Soul Delivery is about a robot that basically wakes up, doesn't know who he is, his name and anything uh, in a robot world. And this guy says, Hey, you're, you're, well, you're a delivery robot. So here's a package, go deliver it. And he's like, well, who do I deliver to? And they're like, he's like, I don't know, figure it out. So, so you're like trying to figure out who the package needs to go to, who you are, this whole crisis of existentialism uh, <laughs> or whatever you call it, trying to figure out life and stuff. So, um, so that's pretty cool. And then I've also played espresso tycoon, uh, which is a job basically simulator. Like you, are running a coffee shop and and i mean from the name to the type of coffee you make to the the, the shape of your or the the interior of your building uh, steamy so surprise so yeah steamy, steamy surprise. surprise that was my uh, coffee name the other day uh but yeah there's, there's a lot of cool stuff like i said there's pictures and stuff on the on the blog check it out um pretty cool but the last one that i want to mention which i can't even talk about i'm just gonna say the name just because i can uh is midnight ghost hunt so i was able to get into the play test for that the beta that they had over the weekend uh, due to NDA and due to their rules, I can't talk about it. Uh, but what I will say is, you know, the same stuff you can see on their website. Like, I'm not going to tell you anything more than that. Um, but the game is a, like a four V four, uh, is the idea behind it. There's four ghost hunters four ghosts, and you know, that's the type of game it is. So it's four V four. Um, I will say it was entertaining. It was a entertaining type of game. It, um, pretty much. And, it just wasn't for me. Not my style of game, per okay. se. Now, you know, a bunch of friends, we had like a bunch of people playing it. Maybe I'd be into it a little bit more. Um, but it was definitely a cool game, just just not for me. It's not something that I would see in my rotation typically. Um, but ultimately, it was still fun. So there's that. Yeah. Is it because you're scared? Again, uh, it, it's a game. So can't NBA. talk about it, man. NDA. Mm, okay. <laughs> 
So that is what we've been playing this week. Um, any games you guys are looking forward to coming up in the next week or so, or anything else we need to cover? Well, we got um, Rumbleverse. Oh, that's Tuesday. Um, no, the uh, the network test is going to be a week from Saturday. So the twelfth is the network test, oh, and then right. the release is Tuesday the fifteenth. Gotcha. So, so more of the O's or so of your week or so there, but yes, okay. definitely looking forward to Rumbleverse. Cool. Well, that's uh, that's what got our attention this week. Uh, if you want to check us out more, go to our website. We actually have a website now, which had little confetti <laughs> and stuff to like shoot up. Uh, we actually made just bit the bullet and just decided to actually throw up a website to, to have some sort of place so we can post content that isn't just on Twitter, just on you know YouTube and the format that we're doing now. Uh, so go check it out. It's sasgaming.com. Uh, it's you know pretty straightforward. It does have our links to our podcast on there. You can actually play the podcast from the website now, uh, and they'll get updated wow. as soon as they're released. Uh, it's got links to all of our socials at the bottom. It's got, we said the blog post, but there's different areas. There's uh, Kelly's Corner, where she'll be posting neat little things uh, that may not make it to the news, but maybe some things she wants to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. I've done some some playtest reviews and some game reviews. I say playthroughs. I don't necessarily want to call it a review because I'm not like, you know, a journalist that I can give you all this crazy stuff. But, you know, it's, it's something that at least my crazy opinion, stuff. if you like it, if you don't. Um, and, and then obviously any... Any announcements or anything that we need to post, we'll be posting on there as well. But you can sign up. Actually, there's a subscribe at the bottom. You can type your email address in. And uh, if you want to have more content like from the website, as soon as it's posted, you can get emails on those reminders. And then we can also add you to a mailing list that eventually we could send out an email and say, hey, like check out our website because you haven't been here in a long time and we miss you. We really miss you. Or maybe send us an email. Or you can yeah. send us an email. Actually, and if or, you go to the About Me and type in your name and your email address and a comment, that'll also go to our email. So that will become an email. So feel yay, free to perfect. do that as well. So that pretty much sums it up uh, for this week. Uh, until oh, next time. Just real quick, I, I, we, I did mention wait, um, in, yeah, in the um, intermission, uh, Bruno and I were talking briefly, but uh, if you are a Patreon, and uh, you, uh, if if you are a patron, you will get the podcast. Swear the word open, and you'll get the intermission. So, uncensored with uncensored an, with the intermission. With the intermission. Thanks. Sorry. Mm, have I been drinking tonight? I don't think so. I don't think you ever drink. It's weird. I would almost say unedited, but we won't go that far. We actually edit it to clean it up and put better sound in it and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But we we leave everything in as if you were watching us live on Twitch. So you get uh, all the weird things that we talk about on intermission. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're talking to the uh, viewers that are on Twitch. Sometimes we're just talking among ourselves. Sometimes we're talking about how we don't talk about Bruno. I feel yeah. like sometimes intermission is almost better than a lot of the podcasts. So, yeah, oh, there's that. that. So okay. I guess you'll know if you become a Patreon subscriber. The yeah. Uh, yeah. other thing, too, is put your name in the credits, too. So there's yeah. there's a little bit of things yes. you can submit more feedback on that as it comes. But again, all of this stuff can be found on our website. So go check it out yeah. until next week. You guys be safe out there and uh, we'll see you around. Take care. Bye. Peace. See ya.